just get out there and do what you need to do and stop filling your mind with these things that are scaring you. Right. Because there's tons of scary stuff out there, but the fact is you can't control any of I mean, it. Don't let these fears detract from you having a great life, getting out mm-hmm. there and being positive because you're so, you know, hand-wringing and, and so fearful at every little thing that you do that you might hurt someone or do something because you're constantly living on the ledge of what if, constantly living on the ledge of worst case possible scenario. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon. Along with me is my dear wife, Jerry, my lovely wife, beautiful wife, awesome wife. Crazy wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, glad to have you on the show talking about not worrying. And the only reason because I hear about it so much. It's not That's like, true. hey, this is the first show we've done on worry or anxiety. It's not because it just continues to be a recurrent it's theme. True. It is everywhere, it seems like, lately. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ said in Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. And I I like it where he says, don't worry about your life. And sometimes I think that's one of the biggest worries people have. They're where they're worried about their life. Yeah. It's a lot of what ifs. Well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And, you know, we spend all this time worrying, but the Bible says, you know, all the worrying doesn't add a day to your life. Right. Well, um, yeah, I think about, you know, what is the biggest worry we, we hear about? People are worried about their life or the life of a loved one. Mm-hmm. And this almost, sometimes it, it's almost paralyzing for them because they really don't want to go to a church. They don't want to go to a restaurant. They don't want to be around people. And we've got a whole fraction of society, not everyone, of course, but there's a fraction of society that's just kind of hunker down mm-hmm. and minimalizing any contact they have with the outside world. Yeah. They're so afraid they're going to die or cause someone else to die that they're afraid to live. Right. I might get COVID. Mm-hmm. I might get it twice. I might pass it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm worried about all these things. I, this world is, I've never seen anything quite like it because mm-hmm. we are, I mean, all about the worst case scenario. Like yeah, we have become, truth. because when I was healthy before I had it, I was told, and we were out of Death Valley, and I was told by somebody that, well, you know what? You might be passing it. You might get it. I'm like, well, I'm not sick. Well, right. you still might have it the whole time through. Mm-hmm. And then when I got sick for two weeks, I knew that you could pass it for sure. Right, so we stayed probably, home. Probably yeah. did when I first got it. Um, but that that was so I knew to quarantine, so we hunkered down to those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Then I have antibodies, just gave blood, got tested positive for antibodies, but I've been told, well, it doesn't matter because you can still pass it. Then Fauci said, if you get vaccinated, you could pass it. So who are the only people that can pass COVID? Uh, people who don't have it, people who do have it, people who have antibodies, people who get vaccinated. So basically, if you're Everybody. alive, you can pass it, yeah. <laughs> And, and it's always based on the worst case scenario. Right. Well, somebody somewhere got it twice. Somebody somewhere. Okay. The norm is that is not going to happen. And I can't live my life based on the worst case scenario. If I did, I'd never kayak. I would never do anything in my life. You'd never drive a car. I would never drive a yeah. car. I would never eat any processed food. I would never do anything at all. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, you basically would just have to hunker down, hide in your house, and live off the land. Right. <laughs> right. Well, some people, they're not going quite that far, but they do have the land brought to them because they have, you know, pick up and I'm, I'm going to call that. They don't grocery. mind putting that person's life at risk, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what he said, I, don't, I shouldn't worry about your life. Why? Don't worry about your life. Why? Because our lives are more than what we ate eat and what we drink. You know what I mean? And God's going to take care of us. Right. All right. So God's going to take care of us. That's one reason. Uh, we are believers. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't I worry about my life? Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, I got COVID and I died. I'm still going to go to heaven. Right. I know where I'm going. So so why stop living? I, I think that, you know, there's so much peace that's been surrendered in this time. Mm-hmm. There's so much life that's been surrendered. There's so much beauty that's been surrendered because something might happen. And like you said, what if, where Jesus Christ is saying, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about that. I think what we need to worry about as Christians is doing what God wants us to do is what we should be really concerned about. So don't play to the worst case scenario. He said, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow. They don't reap. They don't store away in barns. Your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of much more value than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And again, if you play to the worst case scenario all the time, you're going to freak out. And that's yeah. a fact. You're, you are going to get freaked out about every single thing. The, go ahead. I think the fact is, too, if you spend a lot of time worrying and you're all stressed out all the time, you're going to detract hours from your life. Because a lot of people, if they're so consumed with worry, it can cause other health issues that could actually shorten your life. Right. So give it over to God. Well, when I'm not following this and I'm allowing things to weigh heavily on my mind, my heart rate's up. Mm-hmm. Even my at-rest heart rate is higher. And I'll see certain days where, why was my at-rest heart rate today 64 and other days it was 58? Well, because this day was the day you had a lot on your mind. Right. And and your body knows that mm-hmm. and your body senses it. So it's not a healthy option really to worry either. But you think of the birds of the air and he says, you know, they don't, they don't worry, right? He said they don't plant seeds. They don't harvest seeds. They don't have barns that they store seeds in. Well, your heavenly father feeds them are you not of much more value than they are they're not the birds aren't up in the sky saying what if there's a drought what if there's a flu what if somebody shoots me right what if there's a hunter what if they're they don't say they're just gliding through the air gliding around they're gliding around like i think i think that we should go out of our house and obviously be safe in what you do i'm not right. saying go run out in thin ice right now yeah I'm not saying that but I'm saying live your life. Get mm-hmm. out there and live your life. Fly like a bird. Get out there. A song. Be a bird. <laughs> be a bird and stop it. Be a bird and get out there and fly around and let God take care of you. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says, cast all your cares on God because he cares for you. So if you have right. anxiety or fear, God wants us to bring those fears to him. Right. Because it says in the Bible, bring your to bring your fears to him. He wants to help us. Right. Absolutely. So we, we go out kayaking a lot. What is the worst case scenario in kayaking? I could fall out of my boat. Right. And, and drown. And you could. I mean, it would be a possibility. Is this what we talk about all the time? No. We talk about how fun it is. Right. We talk about, hey, let's go see a sunset. Hey, it's a nice night. Hey, let's get out there. Hey, did we bring the water? Hey, do we, you know, have the dry bags? Do we have everything that we need to go out? Did we bring snacks? These are the kind of things we're talking about. We're not sitting around talking about the worst case scenario, but when it comes to something like COVID, it seems like people talk about the worst case scenario all the time. It's like, I already had it. I've been told this by somebody. Well, you might pass it again. I'm like, I won't. Well, you, you might get it again. I'm like, I'm not going to get it again. As high, I'm telling you, it's super highly unlikely. I'm right. super 
there's hardly anyone in the world who's getting it twice. So it's extremely, it would be more likely I would get hit by lightning on a nice day than I'm going to get COVID twice. So since I'm not going to get COVID twice, I'm not going to pass it. Well, you might be passing it. And then they told me you're going to kill somebody. I'm like, I am tired of this constant harping on worst case scenario. Okay, yes, might I get run over by a bus today? I guess it's possible. It's unlikely, not really around buses and I'm in my office, but I can't rule out, obviously, that I'll get run over by a bus. I can't rule that out. I can't rule out that a meteorite is going to fall on my house today. Like, I can't, honestly, you're right. You're you're 100% right. I can't rule it out. So maybe I should worry about it because I can't rule it out. Yes, I can't rule out. I might get it again. I guess somebody might get it. I might be content. It's super, it's so highly unlikely. Right. Why am I going to spend my time thinking about this? I want to think about living. I want to think about yeah. what needs to be done. What right. can I do for God? How can I help others? My goodness, we have a, a small group that's meeting right now in our house on Wednesday nights. I love it. Many people come in. We talk about the Bible. You make dinner for them. To me, that's the kind of stuff I want to be thinking about. Right. Well, yeah. We're, I mean, we're participating I don't in people's lives. Live so much in fear. I'm afraid to have someone into my home, you know, because that allows me not to minister to people, you know, in ways that you have opportunity. And sometimes, too, there are so many naysayers out there that are just, they're everywhere. They're on right. Facebook. They're, you know, in the stores. I'm waiting in line at UPS one day, some naysayers in front of me. And it's just like, I don't think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, well, well, now here's the latest. Now, well, there's a new strain and you're not really, we don't know. Immune the, to that one. Yeah, you're not yeah, immune yeah, to yeah. that one. I'm like, you just it's roll your eyes. It's always going Please stop it. Yeah. Just please stop but it. But it's the kind of thing that if those people are bringing you down, get away from them. You know, just stop listening to them. Stop reading everything. Stop forwarding all the, you know, crazy things on the internet. Watch this video. Read this article of like crazy talk. It's like, just get out there and do what you need to do and stop filling your mind with these things that are scaring you. Right. Because there's tons of scary stuff out there, but the fact is you can't control any of I mean, it. Goodness, we'll, God's we'll, in control. We'll look over it. Hey, there was a guy and he was in the perfect prime of his life and he's in great shape and he ran 10 miles a day, dropped over dead of a heart attack. Might happen to you. You never know. And you know what? You never know. It's true. It might. Sometimes. And I have thought about that from time to time. Is my heart beating? Is my heart beating? It is beating. And that was years ago. It still is beating. I'm still fine. And we, we get worried about stuff this year. Sometimes fear can be irrational. Fear is not true. always a rational thing. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, if you're getting chased by a bear or even a skunk, okay? You know, a skunk might be scary if you're chasing and trying to spray you. All right. You know, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't run from a skunk. Okay. That would make sense to me. If somebody's shooting right. at me, I'll probably duck, you know, to be honest with you. If I see lightning and I'm out in a lake and I see a bunch of lightning coming my way and a bunch and a big storm, yeah, I'm going to get off the lake. Of course. Right. You know, it's not that I'm terrified, but yeah, I'm going to be sensible about things. But on the other hand, I'm not going to be out there in a sunny day. Is there a storm coming? 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 I'm just going to enjoy the day. Yeah. I think control what you can control and leave the things that we cannot control to God because he will look out for us. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. So what are you feeding your mind on? I think that's one yeah, super important thing. What am I, God says he's going to take it right here. This is what you should feed your mind on. God said he's going to take care of you. He said, your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He says, you don't have to be anxious. In fact, he's saying being anxious, can it add a single hour to the span of your life? It can't add. And, and by the way, it's kind of a general term that's used here. Uh, some people use it as for a single inch to your height or a single you know, hour to your life. Uh, can you add a single anything? 
Yeah. No. Is there one? Is there a single anything that you're going to add because you're worried about your life? And the answer is no. Pounds. It doesn't add <laughs> anything. <laughs> Pounds. Depression you, eating. Depression eating. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm, I'm eating for because I'm scared for my life. I, I just look no, at I it agree. this way. You can't let these things. It doesn't help you to be worrying. It doesn't do one thing productive. It doesn't bring you closer to God. In mm-hmm. fact, it's a test of your faith. You got to believe in God. Now, do I think if somebody's like, we had a 93-year-old woman in our church, and I told her, don't come until you get vaccinated. Now, she's been vaccinated for 10 days. I expect to see her on Sunday. Because she said, as soon as she gets that vaccine, she's coming to church. And I believe her because she's already been in the parking lot. Yeah, somebody like that, sure. You know, because mm-hmm. I told her, you got a big old bullseye on you. I don't want her to be afraid of it, but right. don't be, you know, foolish either. And so, you know, for some people who are really susceptible. Yeah, I get it. You know, you're mm-hmm. going to duck down for or whatnot. Sure. But I think that there's been fear to an irrational level. And and here's where I don't like it. When you're trying to make me afraid, you're coming to me and trying to tell me things like, well, Bill, you might do this. You might do this. You might do this. This might happen. This might happen. This might happen. This might happen. Going back to the meteorite analogy. Yes. And a meteorite might fall on my house and I might get run over by a bus and I might drown even though I'm walking through the grass. I don't know what might happen. Maybe it'll swallow up and I'll fall in the middle of the earth. I, I'm not worried about all these things. Like I'm not worried about all these what ifs because I've got to live my life. And by the Bible says it doesn't want us living in fear. Right. That's a fact. It is true. And the Bible says too, you know, focus your thinking and your mind on the things above, right. you know, the things that are important to God or the things that we want to focus on. And like I said, it's not to say that you're not careful and you don't do things that you know you need to do, you know, as far as driving carefully or whatever, but when we're so consumed with the things of this world and the fears around us that we can't control, it takes us away from focusing on the things of the Lord and the things that are truly important in life and the things that will help us and help those around us. I agree. It says in uh, verse 31, so don't worry saying what we eat, what we drink, what we wear, for the pagans run after all these things. Your heavenly father knows that you need them. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And then in the next verse, he says, hey, don't worry about tomorrow because today's got enough for you to concern yourself about right now. But I look at it, seek that kingdom and seek his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Are we seeking the kingdom of God when we're hunkered down and we won't interact with people? We won't come together with people. We won't get together with people. We're going we're gonna to put ourselves and segment ourselves away from our brothers and sisters in Christ or our friends and our family for what? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that the Bible says is that as believers, we shouldn't forsake the assembling together. You know, right. the fellowship with other believers is very important. And we're allowing this fear to take away something that God says is important to us right. as believers. Yet we'll listen to, you know, someone that has nothing to do with God telling us what we ought to do instead of listening to what God tells us that we should do. Right. And it's important to know the truth, to focus on the truth. And one thing I love, you know, too, the Bible says that God can give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. And the world around us is like going crazy and they're living in fear and people are terrified, you know, crying to hospitals, please give me the vaccine, even though they're not next in line, you know, because they're terrified. Yeah, we can have a peace. I mean, God can give us a peace no matter what craziness, you know, seen or unseen is going on around us. Well, here's one thing you don't have to worry. We've had dozens of people from Eagleville Bible Church who have had it. They didn't all get it here. I can guarantee you that because some of the people haven't even been here. So they couldn't have possibly gotten it here. They all got through it. 
Mm-hmm. And some some did have a rougher time than others, and some have some lingering effects of it. But you know, one person I can think of anyway. And but for most people, I mean, they cruise right through it. And that chances are that's going to be you. You know, the person yeah, the who's been part. not living for the last year. I mean, this is almost a year. We are coming into we. And by the time this show airs, we're going to be in March. March is when this whole thing kind of broke loose on us last year. We're a year's time in at this point. Right. So I would look at it and say, don't let these fears detract from you having a great life, getting out mm-hmm. there and being positive because you're so, you know, hand-wringing and, and so fearful at every little thing that you do that you might hurt someone or do something because you're constantly living on the ledge of what if constantly living on the ledge of worst case possible scenario. What you need to be thinking about is what do I need to be doing to serve God and get Mm -hmm. busy doing it? Well, how can I help people and get busy doing it? That's what our job is. We have never shirked back through this whole year of saying we want to be with other people. We're going Mm -hmm. to be helping other people. We're we're not, we didn't shut down CR. We didn't shut down other vital ministries like the food pantry. We never shut these things down. And thank God for all those who were strong and said, you know, they're not worried about every little thing because they want to live their lives. And the fact is, most of the things that we worry about never even happen. I mean, that's the truth. Right. You know, people sit around worrying even before all this COVID stuff, you know what I mean? Just worry about every little thing. And what if this happens? What if that happens? And most times it never happens. Right. And we've wasted a ton of time, invested a ton of energy into something that never even comes to fruition. And we could have been investing that time and those thoughts into things that were productive or things that were godly. Right. Well, we've done, I know as a church, we've done one and we've done multiple funerals as a staff Mm -hmm. uh, since this all started. One was COVID related. It was from a person who was in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. And we know one guy in Arizona we were friends with passed away. And then there was somebody in the church that had complications from it or something that was up in her eighties. But yeah, not not a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering how much has been going on, it's been a year of time, and and we typically have funerals. I mean, people are passing oh, yeah. away and oh, sad. Yeah. And I never want to do anything that would hurt anybody. I never want to be, you know, that reckless person. But I I just don't want to live in fear. That's all. Yeah. I don't want to live like everywhere I go and every time I step in somewhere, I'm constantly looking around. You know, am I am I sick? Am I passing? Does somebody have it? Does somebody cough? Somebody sneeze? I just don't want to worry. We're not turning into zombies. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not that kind of thing. And he, Jesus Christ told us here, guys, please stop worrying, stop worrying, stop worrying. Mm-hmm. I want you to seek first my kingdom. I want you to seek first my righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about what to feed our minds on that. We're in a 40 days of seeking God. And I actually pulled out an old book by H.A. Ironsides. And I was reading it and it was about holiness, true and false. And just his experiences mm-hmm. in life and how he's finding God and how much he sought God. And I'm just doing that, reading that kind of stuff to benefit me. I mean, that, I'd like to, I want to put my mind on that. Yeah. It's definitely better for your thinking, better for your spiritual life. You know, just, I think this have to get away so much from this negativity and the fear. Right. You know, the fear mongering is everywhere. Right. And, you know, focus on what's important. I think you need to focus, and and I think we need to be rational. We weren't given a spirit of fear. We're supposed to think about true, concrete Mm -hmm. things and don't worry about your life. Yep. Just hear that. Hear that today. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your life. 
Stop worrying about it. Yeah. I'm, Start living your life. That's what God wants us to do. He wants us to live it. He says to be happy and do good. I mean, that's one of the commands in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God has it under control, and we have to focus on doing what's right and trusting God. Right. And whatever happens, it happens. Right. But, you know, hunkering down and being terrified, I mean, it gets to almost a point of ridiculous right. in my mind. Right. Well, here, here's the know. thing. Here's, here's, this is a real thing. Let's forget COVID. You know, my dad died at my age of cancer. My grandfather died at my age of cancer. My great-grandmother, who I never met, died at my age of cancer. That's three generations in a row. Now, all the McMinn boys, myself and all my brothers, we all know this. We know what happened to my granddad. Uh, we know what happened to my dad. And... I choose not to think about these things. Right. You know, once in a while, yeah, it'll come to your mind, hey, I'm the same age, and that must have been rough. I praise God every day for my health, and I keep living. I don't mm-hmm. sit there and worry and fret about this. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I take care of myself. I run. I, I do the best that I can, and I let everything else come into God's hands. But this is not something that I sit around every day of my life at this age and think about. Right. Why don't, what if, what if? What if? Okay, well, if that hits me, it hits me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going I'm to deal with it when it happens. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to live like it's already happened when, in fact, it hasn't. Right? Right. Because you can't control it anyway. You know? No. And it takes your mind off of what is beneficial. Right. You know, we want to do things that are beneficial spiritually, uh, beneficial even physically. You know, worrying is not good for you physically. Well, no. And, and it's I think not good you, for you spiritually. I think when you think about things all the time, you're bringing it on yourself. You're, when you, you constantly think about dark things, aren't you inviting darkness in? Mm-hmm. You constantly think about death and might be dying. Aren't you inviting death and dying in? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's all you think about. I'd rather think about life. I'd rather think about living. I'd rather think about helping people. And then you just let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that at this time in our country, I have to think that the devil loves it to right. see everyone living in fear fear and everyone taking their focus off of what's truly important and accomplishing great things for God because we're so afraid that we're not accomplishing anything good. There's a lot of beauty out there. Mm -hmm. There's, there are a lot of people that need help. There are a lot of people that need encouraged. And so I would, I would definitely encourage you to be involved in people's lives and to live to make a difference. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what year our responsibility is to promote the good news that Jesus Christ died on the cross for sins and that anyone can have a home in heaven. That's our job. You know, that's something that we want to, in the way that we live, the way we live in love, uh, we live in compassion for other people. Mm-hmm. We live in with the ideal of service being, you know, the backbone of what a Christian does. Right. And so these are the things that I want us to focus on. We can't afford to just take more and more time off because we're worried about what if, when the reality is people are dying around us. The reality is people do need us. The reality is people, there are ministries in the church that need help too. We can, there are things we can do that are positive and beneficial mm-hmm. other than just hunkering down. And that's my two cents. Don't worry about your leg and y'all have a great week.